Is this the end? Chaos and culminations. Many Christians have wondered that recently, some even going back to the archives to find confirmation. A 16th century French prophecy unlocks history, they say. It's gone viral, but I'm not so sure. The year was 1555. French physician and mystic Nostradamus penned a prophecy. Many say COVID-19 was on his mind. He spoke of a global contagion that would shut down the world. But was he right? Pastors and theologians looking to the Bible, trying to explain what's happening. One pastor, he says the Lord has shown him the date is 2026, so this can't be. Conspiracy theories thrive in the unknown when the world seems to be hanging by a thread. They've always been a threat, but more so than ever. We need to stand guard. My advice, keep your lamp lit. Christ is returning, but no one knows when. Look to him. Await his return. Don't get caught in the dark. Welcome to Haven Today. I'm Charles Morris sharing the great story that's all about Jesus, and we're starting a new series today. It's been interpreted countless ways through the centuries, Some have used it to predict the actual return of Jesus. Others have stayed away from it because its description scared them. And yet, it's the one book in the Bible that comes with a promise if you read it. John writes in Revelation 1, Blessed is the one who reads aloud the words of this prophecy. And Karen Heimbach was inspired with a great idea as she continued reading the verse. Of course, we all know what the Bible says, but uh, there's a lot of it. So when you're reading it, it's good to be reminded of these things, as Peter says. But anyway, I was just got into the book, and the third verse says, Blessed is the one who reads the words of this prophecy. That really struck you. That really struck me, because I knew that there was a special blessing on the book of Revelation, but I needed to be reminded of it. Yes. And it goes on to say that if you don't read or you can't read, at least listen to someone who does. That's Karen Heimbach from Church on the Way in Los Angeles. She'll be joining us in just a moment to share about her dynamic production, The Revelation, where she memorized and recited the entire final book of the Bible set to a cinematic music score performed by the world-renowned London Symphony Orchestra. The Revelation, it's a compelling and unforgettable worship experience brought to life in a powerful two-CD set. And as you listen to God's word being spoken aloud, I think you will receive a blessing because the Bible says you will be. After the program, I'd like to send you this two CD set, The Revelation of Jesus Christ, for your minimum gift to Haven Today. Just call us after the program, and the number is 800-654-2836. That's 800-654-2836. 2836. Or go online and listen to excerpts from this amazing project. And you can do that by visiting us at haventoday.org. Haventoday.org. And if you were interested, but you failed last week to request your copy of the helpful book on depression and how to cope with it biblically, we still have copies of Spurgeon's Sorrows for your gift to the ministry. And now here's Christian Stanfield. Even so, come. All of creation, all of the earth, make straight a highway, a path for the Lord. 
with Even So Come, featuring Christian Stanfield. Welcome back to Haven Today. I'm Charles Morris, and I want to welcome back to the program a special friend of this ministry, Karen Heimbach. Charles, it's so great to be with you. We're offering our listeners a special audio production of The Revelation this week. And Karen, this project is so big and wonderful with a world-class symphony under you as you recite the book of Revelation from memory. But I remember it all began from your quiet time with the Lord. Do you mind just sharing that with me? Well, I was just reading through the scriptures, um, as we all do, for our daily devotions. And by this time, I had gotten to the book of Revelation, and I started reading the book. And, of course, we all know what the Bible says, but uh, there's a lot of it. So when you're reading it, it's good to be reminded of these things, as Peter says. But anyway, I was just got into the book, and the third verse says, Blessed is the one who reads the words of this prophecy. That really struck you. Then. That really struck me, because I knew that there was a special blessing on the book of Revelation, but I needed to be reminded of it. Yes. And it goes on to say that if you don't read or you can't read, at least listen to someone who does, who can mm-hmm. read it to you. Mm-hmm. You're especially blessed if what you hear or read, you heed you mm-hmm. obey. Yes. That's the major blessing. And so I thought, you know, I grew up in church. And right. I was saved when I was six years old. And, mm-hmm. and I've heard, I don't know how many sermons I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> but I do know that, unfortunately, or ironically, the Christians feel either not smart enough to understand all the theological mm-hmm. implications. And so they're fearful of the book that way because they don't think they're smart enough to understand. Mm-hmm. Or two, they feel that it's a book of doom and gloom rather than praise and worship of and the hope. one who's revealed. That's right. Yes. And hope, especially for the end. So I thought I could uh, I could be that voice that reads the scriptures to them and do it in, in a, such a way where it would be palatable to the listener mm-hmm. and they would just get it. 
you ended up going to London. Yes. And the Lord just opened some doors here. Marvelous doors. So you were able to uh, secure the London Symphony Orchestra. Yes, yes. Behind you. Yes, about 85 or 86-piece orchestra. In the Abbey Road Studios. Yes. You know, God's Word is excellent. I mean, and He's deserving of the very best. And this was something that the composer and myself and the executive producer, we all wanted to see God's Word given its rightful place. And so we wanted to... To do all that we could. Karen, you are so right. I mean, most of us have read through the Revelation more than once. It's one thing to read through it. It's one thing to read through it aloud. But it's one thing to hear it in the context of what uh, you've done with it. And maybe we should just do that. Why don't we start at the beginning? Chapter 1, Revelation. This is the London Symphony Orchestra underneath Karen Heimbach. The revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave him to show his servants what must soon take place. He made it known by sending his angel to his servant John, who testifies to everything he saw, that is, the word of God and the testimony of Jesus Christ. Blessed is the one who reads the words of this prophecy, and blessed are those who hear it and take to heart what is written in it. Because the time is near. John, to the seven churches in the province of Asia, grace and peace to you from him who is and who was and who is to come, and from the seven spirits before his throne, and from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness, the firstborn from the dead, and the ruler of the kings of the earth. To him who loves us, and has freed us from our sins by his blood, and has made us to be a kingdom and priests to serve his God and Father. To him be glory and power forever and ever. Amen. Look, he is coming with the clouds, and every eye will see him, even those who pierced him. And all the peoples of the earth will mourn because of him. So shall it be. Amen. I am the Alpha and the Omega, says the Lord God, who is and who was and who is to come, the Almighty. I, John, your brother and companion, in the suffering and kingdom and patient endurance that are ours in Jesus, was on the island of Patmos because of the word of God and the testimony of Jesus. On the Lord's day I was in the Spirit, And I heard behind me a loud voice like a trumpet which said, Write on a scroll what you see and send it to the seven churches, to Ephesus, Smyrna, Pergamum, Thyatira, Sardis, Philadelphia, and Laodicea. I turned around to see the voice that was speaking to me. And when I turned, I saw seven golden lampstands. And among the lampstands was someone like a son of man dressed in a robe reaching down to his feet and with a golden sash around his chest. His head and hair were white like wool, as white as snow, and his eyes were like blazing fire. His feet were like bronze glowing in a furnace, and his voice was like the sound of rushing waters. In his right hand he held seven stars, and out of his mouth came a sharp double-edged sword. His face was like the sun, shining in all its brilliance. When I saw him, I fell at his feet as though dead, 
Then he placed his right hand on me and said, Do not be afraid. I am the first and the last. I am the living one. I was dead, and behold, I am alive forever and ever, and I hold the keys of death and Hades. Write therefore what you have seen, what is now, and what will take place later. The mystery of the seven stars that you saw in my right hand and of the seven golden lampstands is this. The seven stars are the angels of the seven churches, and the seven lampstands are the seven churches. Karen Heimbach, I'm not even able to catch my breath here at this point. Praise God. Chapter 1, Revelation of Jesus Christ. Wow, what a story. We just don't think of it in terms of drama, but it really is drama. Oh, yes. Of all the books in the Bible... God the Father says, please read this book. Mm-hmm. Read mm-hmm. this. This is the one because it reveals his son, Jesus Christ, as King of Kings and Lord of Lords. And what we're hearing there is uh, not just your reading of the scriptures and the London Symphony yes, Orchestra, but right. we're also hearing some other people. I, I know uh, there's background, there's uh, sound effects that have been brought in this. Yes. And all the Haven musicians, Steve yes. Ragsdale, yes. all the guys, and, and I think you had a studio call out for about every Christian musician in Hollywood, I think. Uh, it was a huge session was a that helped with session. the sound effects and yes. the, the background vocals yes. then, too. It all adds to it, and I feel like I'm I'm seeing some grand movie in IMAX or something. That's exactly unfold. the kind of feel that uh, we wanted to elicit, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like an epic film score. Wow. All right. Karen Heimbuck, if you've just joined us, was doing a reading with musical background of Revelation 1. And uh, we'll tell you how to get it later on, but uh, you've done this whole project, and it's on two CDs, the entire book of Revelation. Right. And uh, you've obviously memorized the book of Revelation, too. Yes, I have. How long does it take to go all the way through? It takes about 83 minutes. Okay, so it's not very long no, at all, then. not really. Even though, as we said a while ago, the book is a bit intimidating. But how did you get started? How, even before you ever thought this could be released as an album project, mm-hmm. how did you start? When I was reading through Revelation, as I mentioned earlier, for, for my devotions that particular day, uh-huh. God just put it into my heart to memorize the entire book. Okay. And so by the end of that summer, I had completed the entire book. But I knew that eventually I would want to be able to do the whole book and not just portions of it. I'd like to do the whole book in public. And how could I do that and keep the attention of the audience or the congregation that was listening? If you just read it or if you just spoke it with nothing in the background, it wouldn't hold people's attention probably. Not, Not a, in the world we live exactly, in today. Exactly, exactly. Not as well as we would like. And so because I'm a musician as well, I would love to hear music to it, but I didn't want to pick music that you would recognize that would already have words to, say, for instance, hymns or Drawing choruses. some hymns in, yes. Right, and then you would be thinking of those words. As, as opposed to the words of the Book of Revelation. Precisely. Okay. So I chose classical music All to right. back me up and to lift up and enhance magnify, as it were, what the Word is saying. And you had been on the road, I think, for a number of years with an evangelistic team. Mm -hmm. So you were doing music that kind of had gotten you ready for doing this Revelation project, hadn't you? I would take Bible stories that had already been written 
Catherine Marshall has a great oh, story yes. Bible oh, for yes. children. And I would take uh, some of her stories, and then I would put sound effects to it with my uh, DX7. And All right. Just had a great early time. Early days since. The early days since, when it was still brand new. Since, okay. You know, and people loved it, not just the kids, but the adults loved it, too. So I've always had this great appreciation for trying to capture the, the essence or the literal sense. So if it says, if the scripture says there's thunder and lightning, then I want to give you thunder and lightning. So you feel like you're right there. Too many times we will read the Bible, and especially the book of Revelation, and we will take it for a symbolic book. Mm -hmm. Oh, isn't that a nice Mm -hmm. allegory? No. But we if it take says a, thunder, we should hear thunder, We too. should. We're much safer if we will we'll take the Word of God literally, unless it's obviously symbolic. You right. know? And so that's the approach. And the, even though I there are symbols this. in Revelation, oh, yes, the fact symbols. is there is so much there that can enter our senses if yes. we just hear it yes. and with music. And yes. then when you hear it, of course, word. your imagination flies away and, and you can see it happening. When you hear the thunder, you can see the lightning. You can mm-hmm. see everything mm-hmm. else that comes with it. And you go to probably the church that, well, we've had Jack Hayford on the program doing Majesty, and uh, that's your church, Church on the Way. In fact, for people who don't live in Los Angeles, I would say if someone's a believer and a musician and they are in the Hollywood community, that's their church. 90% of the musicians (laughs) that are believers will be going to church on the way. You had somebody come up to you at church, though, one day. Actually, I had a phone call from uh, someone who turned out to be a composer. Okay. And... Of course, I was totally green. I didn't know anybody in the field. And so I had been earnestly in prayer a couple of days prior to that. And so I just took this to be, you know, a a sign from the Lord. His wife had heard me at church, and they were very gracious and invited me to their home for dinner. And when I found out what he did for a living, I just asked him and invited him to compose the music for a revelation. And so, (laughs) Did that take his breath away when you asked him? Well, I think it did because, see, I never required him to play any of music that he had previously composed for any other kind of project. You didn't know his style. No, I didn't know his style. I didn't know what he's capable of, but I really felt the Lord was in it. You know what we should do? We should listen to a little more. In fact, for Haven listeners, it just gets better, so you need to listen. We on Haven today always point to Jesus Christ, and I'm thinking early on, you can't get away from chapters four and five without sensing the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ. Yes. Why don't we listen to that? Karen Heimbach from The Revelation. After this I looked. And there before me was a door standing open in heaven. And the voice I had first heard speaking to me like a trumpet said, Come up here, and I will show you what must take place after this. At once I was in the Spirit, and there before me was a throne in heaven with someone sitting on it. And the one who sat there had the appearance of jasper and carnelian. A rainbow resembling an emerald encircled the throne. Surrounding the throne were twenty-four other thrones, and seated on them were twenty-four elders. They were dressed in white and had crowns of gold on their heads. From the throne came flashes of lightning, rumblings, and peals of thunder. Before the throne, seven lamps were blazing. These are the seven spirits of God. Also before the throne, there was what looked like a sea of glass, clear as crystal. In the center, around the throne, were four living creatures, and they were covered with eyes, in front and in back. The first living creature was like a lion, the second was like an ox, the third had a face like a man, the fourth was like a flying eagle, 
Each of the four living creatures had six wings and was covered with eyes all around, even under his wings. Day and night, they never stopped saying, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. Whenever the living creatures give glory, honor, and thanks to him who sits on the throne and who lives forever and ever, the 24 elders fall down before him who sits on the throne and worship him who lives forever and ever. They lay their crowns before the throne and say, You are worthy, our Lord and God, to receive glory and honor and power, for you created all things, and by your will they were created and have their being. And I saw on the right hand of him who sat on the throne a scroll with writing on both sides and sealed with seven seals. And I saw a mighty angel proclaiming in a loud voice, Who is worthy to break the seals and to open the scroll? When no one in heaven or on earth or under the earth could open the scroll or even look inside it, I wept and wept because no one was found said to me, Do not weep. See the Lion of the tribe of Judah. The Lord of David has triumphed. He is able to open the scroll and its seven seals. Then I saw a lamb, looking as if it had been slain, standing in the center of the throne, encircled by the four living creatures and the elders. He had seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God sent out into all the earth. He came and took the scroll from the right hand of him who sat on the throne. And when he had taken it, the four living creatures and the twenty-four elders fell down before the Lamb. Each one had a harp, and they were holding golden bowls full of incense, which are the prayers of the saints. And they sang a new song. You are worthy to take the scroll and to open its seals, because you were slain. And with your blood you purchased men for God, from every tribe and language and people and nation. You have made them to be a kingdom and priests to serve our God. And they will reign on the earth. Then I looked and heard the voice of many angels, numbering thousands upon thousands and ten thousand times ten thousand. They encircled the throne and the living creatures and the elders in a loud voice they sang. That, if you just joined us, was Revelation chapters 4 and 5 recited by memory by Karen Heimbach with the London Symphony Orchestra underneath. And I'm Charles Morris. This is Haven Today. I have to mention to you, I've probably known Karen Heimbach for, I don't know, 15 years. And every time I hear her recite parts of Revelation, I am so blessed. And I just want to thank you, Karen, for joining us again here today on the program. 
Charles, this has just been a delight for me to be with you here today again. Thank you so much for allowing me to just share my heart uh, on this wonderful uh, production. Well, as you just heard, there's only one book of the Bible that comes with a promise of blessing. Revelation 1-3 said it. Blessed is the one who reads aloud the words of this prophecy, and blessed are those who hear it and take to heart what is written in it, because the time is near. Well, would you like to be blessed? Would you like to be encouraged that the return of your Savior is soon? I think in this COVID-19 summer, we would all answer yes to these questions. So I want to send you right away a copy of Karen Heimbuck's two-CD set called The Revelation. It's a powerful presentation, and as you listen to God's Word being spoken aloud, you're going to be blessed, because the Bible says you will be. Would you call us right now? Make your minimum gift, or more if you can, to this listener-supported ministry, and our number to call is 800-654-2836. That's 800 800- 654-2836. Or go online and listen to some excerpts from this special project. Watch the behind-the-scenes video with Karen as well as our interview with her about how she memorizes Scripture. And then you can make your gift for the Revelation CD, and we'll send it to you when you visit at haventoday.org. That's haventoday.org. And not to forget, we still have copies of the book Spurgeon's Sorrows, Realistic hope for those who suffer from depression. Even the Prince of Preachers struggled with depression. And this helpful book will show you how he found hope in Christ alone. I'm Charles Morris. Thanks for joining me so much. Won't you come back again next time? But again, we'll share together the great story, the story that's all about Jesus, here on Haven Today. Here for your encouragement and your walk with God, this is David Wolin with Haven Ministries inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. Can anything good come out of Nazareth? Nathaniel said these words quietly a few moments before meeting Jesus. And when he did, Jesus caught Nathaniel off guard saying, Here is an Israelite in whom there is nothing false. Nathaniel was shocked. Apparently, Jesus knew what he had just said in private. But instead of taking offense, Jesus had greeted him warmly. How could Jesus know so much about him? It was in that moment, Jesus' future disciple discovered nothing is hidden from Jesus. He knows who you are, what you say in secret, and amazingly, he still wants a relationship with you. You can get Anchor Devotional delivered in print monthly at getanchor.com.